What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Wednesday, November. God damn it, blessing. Wednesday, November 11th, 2020. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the Rogue One at Gary Witta. Good morning, Greg. How are you? I'm good. I can't complain. The embargoes are all up, Gary. I got to wake up early today, stream some Demon Souls, stream the PlayStation 5 store. It's all going up on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games if you missed it. And I asked Blessing, put together the document. And I should have said, also, don't make me look like a moron. He has the date as November 20th, 2020. Blessing. He fucking you know? got you. The bane of your existence. <laughs> you look you know so I mean? dumb for like two minutes. I know. And no one's going to believe he did it. And he's going to be all like, is I didn't do is- anything. Is, is blessing like has his probationary period expired? Is it too late now to do anything? No, it's about definitely it? too late. Yeah, it's it's, okay. it's past. We're stuck with him so now. You've got to he, make the best of it, I suppose. Exactly. That's the thing. He has carte blanche and he knows it. He knows he can do whatever he wants, and none of us can stop him. And that's Wait, really? Is that really how this works? Terrifying. I, I, that's how I understand it. Huh. Okay. That's how I understand. So I, it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't have to keep trying. Kevin, don't get any ideas. No, you're back on probation. You went through the looking glass. You've been here so long that you're back. Yeah, you've, you've gone all the way around. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah exactly, just to be clear, exactly, I'm not exactly. on any probation. No one can hold me down. That's true. Mr. Witta, how are you? I'm good. I'm excited. Next Gen is here. It occurs to me that, that, that today um, is kind of a weirdly auspicious day, this day that kind of straddles uh, the old gen and the new, because Series X, of course, came out yesterday. So that means Next Gen is like halfway here. But the PlayStation 5 doesn't come out until tomorrow. So we're kind of at this like this weird, is the, the weird in planetary between? alignment of like the day the day between you know next gen arriving yesterday and kind of fully arriving t- uh, tomorrow. So it's exciting, it's exciting times. It is exciting times. I know. I'm happy you can be here with me. How have you been enjoying your Xbox Series X? I'm loving it. I'm loving it. As you know, Microsoft were uh, kind enough to send me one a couple of weeks early, so I've already been playing around with it. Um, and then the one that I actually ordered and, and paid for from the Microsoft store. Um, which I wanted to have down in my office so that I could stream games and stuff like that. That arrived yesterday um, a bun- uh, 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 with a bunch of other goodies that I got. I got the uh, the one terabyte expansion card, which, nice. by the way, is actually a 920 gig expansion card. If that, <laughs> they if lied to your fucking anyone. face. They lied to your fucking face. I, 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 it, with, I get why on the actual Xbox a certain amount of stuff has to be set aside for the firmware, but like, wait, where's the 80 gigs on the on the expansion card going? I don't understand that. Wait, but at like all. when you buy a one terabyte hard drive, it's never one terabyte because of the. That's the, true. That's yeah. true. I just wonder what that extra eighty gig is, gigs is. I think it's like a stru- file structure thing, not file, the format structure thing. But they should make it like they should put in an extra eighty gig so that what you so what you actually net out with Absolutely. is still uh, one absolutely. terabyte, right? Don't tell yeah. me it's a one terabyte card and then give me 920 gigs. That's what you got. Um, you know, Gary, you got to. Yeah, you got to keep them honest. And you're, that's I, why you're the voice of the people. But I'm telling you, I slot, I slot it, it slots in the back of the Series X in a very kind of chunky kind of thunk kind of way. It's very satisfying <laughs> when you slot it in there. Um, and it instantly pops up just says, oh, now you have another terabyte. Well done. Beautiful. Congratulations. And I also got the white and the blue control. The blue controller is really sweet. I like the blue controller a lot. The shot. Yeah. blue, Very yeah. nice. Okay. Um, and I got, and now I got, I got to go find a ping pong ball. Do you think you can float a ping pong ball on the top of the Series X? I now? have not seen that. Is so that true? The, the airflow out of the top of the Series X is kind of cooling. This kind of cool breeze that kind of permeates out of the top of the Series X. Apparently, when it's, I, I think it's not when it's idle, but when it's under load. Well, next time my wife plays Assassin's Creed, I'm going to try this. Get a ping pong ball, and it will levitate on top of the Series X. There's, a, there's some videos of it going around. I'm That's looking insane. for it. So basically, Series X is one. Unless, unless the PlayStation 5 okay. can do that as well. All I'm right. not sure how Sony can it's come back. It's blowing I mean, air Kevin, hard he's enough got a to point. Hold. Not sure how Sony can come back from that one. 
Because think about it. But, you, Gary, you know this. You got some annoying kid in the room. They don't care about the game you're playing. Kids are the stupid. If they, the see a, if they see a levitating ping pong ball, they're going to be obsessed with that. That's what they're going to want to go watch. Quick uh, PlayStation 5 order update. I did order two, do, 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 two do, do, orders do, 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 in. Do, do. Two orders in on launch day. I was I was you know hammering F five with everyone else on the day that the pre orders became. Remember that clusterfuck, Greg? That felt. That was like a, what, How can I forget? The Xbox was so ago, smooth. One million. Remember one million years ago when we were first pre ordering the. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a little bit better. Not. It was still a mess, but it wasn't as bad as the PlayStation Five, which was really bad. Uh, but I got two pre orders in on launch day, both roughly at the same time. One at Amazon, one at Target. The Amazon one has shipped, and I'm told will be here tomorrow. The Target one is now saying the seventeenth. So. Not everyone's going to get it on launch day, it seems Oh, like. no, no. We knew that ahead of time. Yeah, I have one right now that's over in Oakland, and then I took care of employees and friends, and I have those going out as well. And I haven't gotten an update on some of them, but I'm confident they'll be there eventually. I saw, What's the worst I saw, that can happen? I saw some people um, saying that um, they got uh, emails from Amazon saying, and these are people that ordered pre- pre-ordered Series X on day one, like the first yeah. day you could do it, that they, they may now get it before December 31st. That sucks. That's terrible. I am. Um, that totally I, sucks. I got that email that was like, "Hey man, it might be later than we thought." Because I ordered it Amazon. Those first round of sales that went up. Yeah. And um, I just got a. I just checked the notifications, and it should be here tomorrow. I'm so excited. I'm excited. See, about the thing on Amazon. Five. A lot I'm of things with Amazon. Remember, they kind of warn you ahead of time, as if something might go wrong, and then it doesn't turn out to be wrong. But they don't know. I've moved. I've moved some furniture around to make room. I'm excited about it. Nice. I actually measured the little cubby where my PlayStation 4 Pro is right now. The PlayStation 5 just barely fits. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if I if I have to if I'm going to slot it in that little cubby and and have any concerns about airflow. Uh, I can't stand it up because it's so tall. It actually encroaches on the bottom of my of my TV. Yeah. Um, so I either have to like put it on top where I, I again I've said a million times my, my wife in particular thinks the PlayStation 5. Is a bit of an eyesore, so if we can if we can hide it away in a cubby, we will. But I don't know if to find out if I've actually got room to 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 slot it in there. We'll see. Everyone, everyone's situation is different, you know what their you know what their cubbies look like, like and what like, they want. Your, yeah. Like your, your little unit that you've got uh, behind you there, like that's got like nice big open space for you to yeah. slot it in there. Yeah. And my Series X, the one in my office, just barely fit horizontally. Like this is like like a half inch of clearance in the. In the little in the little bay where it where it goes. So these new consoles, some people are going to have. I think for the first time, because you know this is the first time that consoles, both across the board, have got substantially chunkier. That people are going to have some aesthetic, practical, you know, a Tetris to do in terms of how they're going to make these fit into their existing, you know, furniture setups. Did you ever entertain even for a minute for downstairs maybe getting the Series S? I did, but I couldn't get one. Ah, okay. Plus, you know. It's like if I'm gonna if I'm gonna do it, I may as well. And the thing is, if you're really gonna go big, go. Wait, no, if, if you're, if you're gonna go, go big or go home. But honestly, it's like having a Series X down here until I get like a 4K monitor or something. It's overkill because the monitor that I'm on right now, which is what I use to stream my games, is a 1440p native monitor. That's okay. why I have the Series X set to output as. That's basically what a Series S does. So I'm not aside from having the extra storage, which I guess is good. I'm not really getting. I'm not really getting the, like a big benefit of having a Series X down here in my in my office rather than the Series um, uh, S. Okay, fair enough. Let's talk about the fact that yes, it is the final hours before the release of the PlayStation Five. Early Godfall impressions and a new few AEW games announced because this is kind of funny games daily each and every weekday on a variety of platforms. We run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that. 
be part of the show, patreon.com slash games. You can give us your questions, your comments, your concerns, your squad up requests, and oh, so much more. Of course, on patreon.com slash games, you can get the show ad-free. You can get it with the exclusive post show we do each and every weekday, and you can help keep the lights and mics on. However, if you have no bucks to toss our way on patreon.com slash games, it's no big deal. You can head over to youtube.com slash games, roosterteeth.com, and podcast services around the globe each and every weekday to get a brand spanking new episode. And hey, you can even watch us record the show live on twitch.tv slash games if you are live on twitch.tv slash games, like the nanobiologist Corey Cudney, uh, Hansy Shots. You have have a special job go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash games, roostreet.com and podcast services around the globe hey can i do How? a quick plug yeah well hold on housekeeping gary what do you got to plug just super super fast uh no make it longer because i want to eat some of this burrito i was streaming right okay we while, while you what is that uh, oh, where'd so you get good. that from it looks delicious i bet around the corner where'd you get that from we make them what is that a breakfast burrito well, you mm-hmm. made them what are you, some sort of chef now? No, uh, Jen is Jen. Jen's really making them. But on Sunday we we assemble them and then you freeze them and then you just pop them in the microwave and then you got a burrito in two minutes. How good can they be if you've micro- microwaved them though? Gary, I here's I know it's COVID times. Next week when we have a fresh batch, you come over on a non-winter Wednesday. You you give me two minutes heads up and then I'll bring you one down. You can eat it and you'll find out it's delicious. Listen, I got to get you on the same train as me. Maybe I'll buy you one as a Christmas gift. You've got to get yourself an air fryer. It'll change your fucking life. Yep. For someone who likes to spend time in the kitchen, get a goddamn air fryer. Okay. It will blow the wings are good. You always best, say the wings are thing, good, right? Best thing we, best thing we ever bought. I've been thinking about this. They're, they're good stuff. You got pictures anywhere you, on the social medias? Um, Of my air fryer? Of the food that you've made with it. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I think when we first got it, we were posting a bunch of pictures. Like, the novelty's kind of worn off now, now but we, we just use it all the time, and it's brilliant. I mean, I'll cook, you, I cook, I'll, I'll cook a ribeye steak in there. It comes out fantastic. I'm telling you, I'll do anything. You can do anything with those with those. You recommended days. it, and I, I tell me, I, my friend Sean wanted one. I remember, I asked you, and he bought it, and he's obsessed with it too. I'm telling you, I don't know anyone who's got one who isn't like. Plug oh, it God, right this here. Is this is how you get air fryers for life. What do you? What? what who is it? You can actually, and I'll tell you the one exactly, exactly the one I got. Go to Target right now. They always do deals on them around the holidays. Get the Power XL. I have the three quart, but they have bigger ones as well. If you've got a bigger family, for like for your household, Greg, like three people, the three quart one is fine. You get it for under a hundred bucks. Stick it in the corner of your kitchen kitchen counter. It's going to change your life. Okay. You're going to love it. You'll be, what was you'll the other thing you me. wanted to plug, though? Oh, just real quick. So yesterday, November 10th, uh, Series X wasn't the only big launch. I have a book out, Star Wars, uh, The Empire Strikes Back, from a certain point of view. Uh, 40 authors uh, writing 40 different stories uh, set in the world of Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back. I'm one of them. Uh, I wrote a story in it that I'm really, really pleased with called Rogue 2. Uh, about the sto- about the snowspeeder pilot who finds uh, Han and Luke after they're uh, lost uh, on Hoth, and there's, there's just it's just it's just really really good. There's like uh, Austin Walker's got a story in here, all kinds of cool people. I'm very very pleased to uh, be here. Um, people are asking in the chat where to get it. Go to Amazon. Go to go to any bookstore and 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 type in uh, the name of this book, and you will find it. And it's very if you like Star Wars stuff, really really worth getting. Excellent. More plugs for Kind of Funny this Friday, you know, even before this Friday, tomorrow, Thursday, 1130 a.m. Pacific time, twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We're hosting the Bug Snacks launch party. It's going to be me playing Bug Snacks along with a lot of the voice cast. So a whole bunch of people who are 
probably literally insane coming in to do voices, hang out, talk about what it was like making bug snacks. Uh, it's going to be a fun time. That's 1130 uh, a.m. tomorrow, Thursday, twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. But then Friday, Andy is going to stream Call of Duty Black Ops Cold Wars campaign from his fancy PC to show off ray tracing on his NVIDIA RTX 3080. This is sponsored by NVIDIA. That's going to be 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific time Friday on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. Hey, bug, bug snacks is on uh, PS Plus, right? So I'll just be able to pick that up. 100%, yeah. I love it. I love it. Uh, thank you to our Patreon producers, Blackjack and Tom Bach. Today we're brought to you by Upstart and Brooklyn, but I'll tell you about that later for now. Let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. We got six items on the Roper Report. Ah, uh, Baker. Stuzzin. Uh, number one, it is PlayStation 5 Eve, as we said. So we have a rock block of PlayStation news that's actually numbered. So don't worry about it. It's not just one giant thing. Uh, but let's start here. Number one, we have Godfall. Early impressions are up around the internet. Uh, Gary, of course, you are still PlayStation 5 list. You haven't played this on PC, though, yet either. Yeah, I don't have I don't have the uh, the Sony connections, the Sony hookup. So I uh, I, I forked over the uh, the 500 bucks along with all the other all the other chuds. What is your impression? What is your hype factor for Godfall? I don't even know what that is. What is Godfall? Godfall is this uh, looter melee game that's coming out, has you running around, smashing a bunch of stuff. It was the first PlayStation 5 game that was announced over at the Game Awards, uh, being published by Gearbox Publishing. Uh, really beautiful from what we've seen, but we haven't known much about the story. So uh, behind the curtain with us, Godfall Codes arrived on Monday evening with an embargo of, I believe, this morning as everybody's posting up. I got to play uh, probably 30 to 45 minutes of it, and I was caught off guard by, number one, how beautiful it is, and then the fact that, yes, the combat actually is fun and engaging. No story whatsoever. They put one really quick on there or whatever. I was playing it and literally having that feeling of like, okay, cool. I could see where people would get into this, but literally as I was playing, I'm like, I'd rather go do this in Assassin's Creed Valhalla right now. I'm already invested in that world. I like the character. I like the story. I want to do that. But luckily... From PS I Love You XOXO. Blessing Eddie Oye Jr. started it and wrote in with his impressions as well. Blessing writes, I've put in about three to four hours into Godfall, and I'm pleasantly surprised. Firstly, it looks gorgeous. It defaults to performance mode, and even then, the smoothness of how the game runs combined with its striking art style and character designs has made for a visually appealing experience. It reminds me of Destiny and Warframe in that regard. The gameplay has also been pretty fun. It feels like the pitch at the studio was, quote, what if we make a Souls-like game but easier and gave it Borderlands-style loot system? Put simply, it's third-person action Diablo. And that's what I was thinking when I was playing it, too. Uh, back to blessing, sorry. And for the most part, it seems like it's come together well. Although some of the movement is stiff, I've enjoyed hacking and slashing, collecting tons of gear, and equipping different weapons to see what works best. Where the game falters so far is its lack of originality. Nothing here truly stands out as extraordinary. The story is filled with fantasy jargon and tropes uh, that lost me a minute at, at minute one, and I'm the same way too. And even though I'm enjoying the motions of slack, slashing and looting, I don't have much of a carrot on the stick beyond that. Maybe if you can find friends to hop into multiplayer with, maybe if I can find friends to hop into multiplayer with me, that'll be the game changer. Uh, worth pointing out, of course, that uh, the PlayStation 5 blessing played all this on and everything we'll talk about. Uh, PlayStation sent us those PlayStation 5s for review. So thank you, PlayStation. However, let's get some more impressions in the mix here, Gary. Uh, Paul Tassi over at Forbes writes, The day before the launch of the PlayStation 5, one of its highest profile console exclusives has had its embargo lifted. <coughs> and at least so far, reviews are not looking that great for Godfall. 
Currently, Godfall is stuck at a 62 on Metacritic, with the caveat that it is only based on six scored reviews. And other big outlets like Game Informer and IGN either have their reviews unscored or still in progress, though the wording of those reviews is not much more positive. Uh, Here are some of the current thoughts from reviewers, and we'll see what those scores do as more reviews come in. Game Informer says, In my time, I've enjoyed the boss battles and loot, but have grown bored of the three open-world environments, which are small and don't hold much visual flavor. Everything looks the same, be it architecture, rocks, plants, and even the enemies. GameSpot writes, uh, The early signs are promising, then, the early signs are promising then, uh, particularly when it comes to combat. Mission design is uninspired thus far, which with each one shuffling me from one fight to another with little else in between. Ding, ding, ding. Exactly. Whether the combat uh, has to carry the load throughout the entire game remains to be seen, but it just might be up to the task. And then IGN writes in their review in progress. As of right now, however, I'm enjoying Godfall, even if it's not doing much to wow me and the repetition of its missions is wearing a bit thin. It's got some fun and satisfying combat, a few genuinely novel mechanics, and graphics that range from absolutely gorgeous to a little over the top. But unless its thin story morphs into more than an excuse to go grab stuff, the grindable action looter structure doesn't seem like it has enough variety to sustain, sustain its otherwise expansive customization. So it seems like even all of us, me and Blessing and these folks are all in the same boat of like, it's pretty. I can see where the combat's fun. I didn't even realize it was only the three environments because I haven't even made it out of environment one because I was like, I want to go play Assassin's Creed. <laughs> that is going on though. And that's where that seems. So Gary, it seems like probably doesn't need to be on your radar, but did any of this move the needle for you? It wasn't. So it wasn't on my radar at all. So I, while you were talking there, I took the opportunity to uh, also pull up the website and take a quick look at it on the official uh, Sony site. It looks all right. It's not my cup of tea. To be quite honest with you, I'm a little bit over all these endless, you know, Groundhog Day, um, loot, you know, loot grind games. You know, go go beat up ten guys, and we'll give you a slightly better pair yeah. of trousers. You know, I, I I get it. You know, oh, but but no, those but now those trousers aren't good anymore. You got to go get some new trousers. Go kill ten more guys. I'm I'm kind of bored of it, to be honest. It's, we I think I feel like we need to game designers need to find a way to kind of break out of that cycle. I you know I I understand why the games are popular. You know, put you know, it's it's the rat in the maze. You know, push push the red button with your nose, and I'll give you a little pellet. And you know, it's like oh, you know, I, I I if I push that button, I get a reward. I I totally get it, and 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 it works. And we get caught in these um these grindy loot cycles. I I I am bored of it. Um, sure. and I'm not sure what this one is. If this one's necessarily doing anything that is gonna um change that. So I don't definitely know. doesn't kind of, sound like it. This feel, this feels like it's probably gonna get lost a little bit in all the launch hype you know yep. there's there's bigger there's bigger and sexier games out there uh especially for playstation 5 everyone's going to be you know what, what's everyone going to be playing for the first few weeks on playstation 5 they're going to be playing miles morales they're going to be playing demon souls they're going to be playing cold war and yep. anything else that comes out in that window is a good chance it's going to get lost in the shuffle yeah 100 and i feel like that this might find a, a dedicated audience of people who want to grind that stuff out but like i said i was in and out of it pretty quickly i can see why people would enjoy it but unless like blessing says unless you have an audio a group of multiplayer people to run through with that probably won't stick number two on the rope report staying with playstation eve uh sony exec trans sony exec says transition from ps4 to ps5 expected to take three years this is jordan oleman at ign a Sony executive has said that the full generational transition from PS4 to PS5 will take about three years. Speaking to AV Watch, translated via Google Translate, Sony's SVP of Global Production Strategy and Management, uh, 
Hideke uh, Nishino uh, insisted that forward compatibility is important and that we'll be seeing cross-generational content that supports both PlayStation 4 and PS5 for a few years yet. Quote, the current assumption is that the transition from PS4 to PS5 will take about three years, he said. We have more than 100 million PS4 customers, but we will do our best to move to PlayStation 5 as soon as possible. End quote. Uh, No shock there. Uh, Obviously, uh, having that many PS4s in the wild is an audience you want to serve. But also, Jim Ryan's talked a little bit about that as well. Gary, are you at all... I don't want to say even offended. Are you worried that supporting the PlayStation 4 ecosystem will hold back the PlayStation 5? No, look how long the PlayStation 2 is around. I mean, mm-hmm. I, 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 they're either still making games for PlayStation 2 or either were, or were until very recently because when the installed base is that big, I mean, Jesus, I mean, they, they were still making Wii games up until really, really recently. When the installed base is that big, you, you know, you're leaving money on the table if you're not continuing to develop for it but no i don't think it's going to hold back next gen development at all they, you know, the developers are smart enough these days that they can you know manage more than one thing at a time it's fine not to mention i think as we've talked about and seen right that this is a you know iderration of a generation and you can see that man Sp- spider-man miles morales loads instantaneously on playstation 5 and looks great on playstation 5 even assassin's creed valhalla something i you know played uh backwards compatible on ps4 and then played on xbox series x and i'm like holy shit like clearly the next gen version is the version you need to be playing you want to be playing and if it's delivering those kind of bells and whistles yeah, and that I was, kind of frame I was, rate and those load I was, times i was watching a bit of your ps5 stream right before this and i noticed that because my because leah is playing a ton of by the way leah's loving valhalla i think she's really uh, it's, it's clicking for her now she's really enjoying it and she's like the person i go to for my assassin's creed hot takes because she's like really into those games now oh yeah um she's loving it and like i said she, she's not the kind of person who's easily interested you know uh, impressed by technology but like playing valhalla in this series actually like my damn this loads up fast like it's just almost instant and it's magical and then i watched you play a little bit i was like wait why isn't this as fast and then i realized yeah it's because it's it, it, it's not optimized yet right there's, there's oh yeah still basically playing the i'm PS4 playing version. i'm playing i am legitimately playing the ps4 backwards compatible version on playstation 5 and for so me is that, there gonna be I, some kind of patch tomorrow or something for the yeah, playstation, the PlayStation 5, 5 version of it drops tomorrow yeah there's okay, and, got uh, it. it's a free upgrade if you have it and yada, yada yada uh but no for me gary like i don't know how much you've toyed around or heard about it but like uh ubisoft connect obviously is what they've renamed their whole like you know infrastructure system and that allows you to have cross uh, uh console saves cross platform right. saves and so having played a bunch on i'm going to say the ps4 and i'm using quotes because i was playing on ps5 but it's the ps4 version having played a bunch of that and then kicking it over to my xbox series x and turning that on for the first time i was like oh my god like this runs so much better and looks so much better and is so much sharper and it's like I last night wanted to play more Assassin's Creed, but I checked for the PlayStation 5 version. And since I didn't have it yet, I was like, all right, then let's worry about Sackboy. Let's worry about Spider-Man Remastered. Let's worry about the new, the new hotness that does isn't uh, talked about. I mean, it's, it's nice for sure. Like, it's not night and day different, but it's, and again, you have to remember these are just at the beginning of the generation where the games aren't going to be getting the full um you know benefits of the hardware optimization but like i i watched leah play a ton of assassin's creed odyssey on the one x yeah and now i'm watching her play assassin and she was playing that you know in 4k and it looked great but watching her play valhalla on the series x like you can just tell like it's so yeah. much slicker not just the load times but like you know you can tell it's it's running at 60 frames in 4k and it just looks gorgeous really really nice 100 percent, gary speaking of this 
uh, the whole cross-generation, what's going on with that. Number three on the Roper Report, The Last of Us Part 2 and God of War have DualSense support. This is Demi Williams at Games Radar. The Last of Us Part 2 on PS5 supports haptic feedback technology. Naughty Dog have yet to announce whether or not The Last of Us Part 2 will get an optimized, upgraded version for the PS5. However, when running it in backwards compatibility on the next-generation console, the game has haptic feedback on the DualSense controller. A member of the game's radar team has tested it out, and the difference is immediately apparent when compared to the PS4 version. In combat, you can feel the tension in the dual sense adaptive triggers when you draw the string back on the bow. God, we need a better example. Uh, when every shot you fire on the web on a weapon will also result in a feeling of the controller, and it feels amazing. Uh, we also tested out the controller with Sony Santa Monica's God of War, and it turns out the game also has enhanced has. And it turns out the game also has enhanced DualSense feedback, especially when opening Kratos' shield and throwing his Leviathan axe. You can feel the impact on the control in the controller immediately. Good I'm, news I'm, there. If there's one reason I'm excited about the PlayStation 5, it's because of that controller. I, got, I, I ordered a second one and it showed up already. I got it sitting on my little charging dock. It's sitting there all sad and alone without a console to connect Someone to. Someone save me. I know, but I, you know, I got a, I got a chance to, you know, kind of like just like get it, get, you know, get a feel for it in the hand, and it feels it feels good. A little slippery. Um, I prefer the rougher feel of the Xbox and the more sandpapery feel of the Series X controller. But everything I'm hearing about the DualSense, uh, I was watching like a Young Year video where he was like, you yep. know, demonstrating how the adaptive triggers work and stuff like that. And I'm thinking, man, maybe this is their ace in the hole because the Series X controller is nice. Like the new D-pad, I love it. I love the sandpapery feel. The mm -hmm, share button's mm -hmm, going to come mm -hmm. in handy, but it is basically the old controller, right? They didn't they didn't reinvent the wheel but or anything. I Sony has kind of reinvented the wheel, and I'm wondering if some of this adaptive, this haptic shit they put in there might end up making the difference between, hey, if I've got both consoles and I want to pick up a multi-platform game, and in terms of like the console performance, it's kind of a push. You know, mm -hmm, I think Series mm -hmm. X has got a bit of a tech edge, but not so much. Unless you're like, you know, put counting pixels for Digital Foundry, you're probably not going to notice much of a difference between a lot of these games. I don't know, maybe you, maybe you, maybe you go with with the one that has like the sexier controller features. I don't know. I do want to say, really, oh, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say very briefly, the Xbox controller, I feel like it's, feels like a really big step up from the like previous xbox controller standard controller like i was at, at tim's feeling it it's like sturdier and feels like better made and then i grabbed yeah, the old I agree. one and it's like oh wow I love this that is controller. really flimsy i agree i actually i actually prefer it to the elite 2 because it's not as heavy as the elite i think the elite 2 is a little heavy for my liking it has that same d-pad i was playing tetris effect connected last night on series x using the new controller and the new d-pad is just so clicky and so tactile and so responsive that you expect like a d-pad centric game like tetris you know where you're just moving stuff kind of like left and left and right and doing hard drops um sure. so much better than the old old control i i would say probably the best feature of the series x controller over the old one is the new d-pad i love it what i think is gonna be interesting because i do agree with you of like all right if it's a push on performance what nudges one console ahead of the other and I will be interested on the one side for DualSense, how many third parties are actually making powerful use of it and not just using it as, well, just copying Xbox Rumble. Whatever the Rumble was over there, we're bringing it over there, and that's the end of that. I'll be interested to see that, and then also then how much quick resume matters to people. Because even today, you, you said you watched, I don't know if you caught the end of the stream that I did. It's the Demon Souls Let's Play that'll be up on YouTube.com slash kind of funny games. Uh, at the end of playing it for an hour, I was like, people wanted to see the other stuff and I kicked around and, and showed the switcher. And it was like, okay, cool. Xbox has quick resume, which is like, you know, pick up right where you left off. And the switch or whatever is a shortcut to get you to different games. But you are starting from the very front and loading to, to wherever you yes. want to go. 
And so on the stuff we already have, that is PlayStation first party exclusives, right? Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Demon Souls, like those load and get you into the game so fucking quickly. But then when I was like, let's load up Assassin's Creed backwards compatibility and you have to sit through all the screens and the warnings and all that again, that's yeah, where you add yeah. into that. Whereas with uh, uh, um, Xbox, uh, the quick resume is so cool. And if it is like, I'm in the middle of a mission in Assassin's and you hit me up, Gary, and you're like, come play Fall Guys. And I know, you know, whatever, but like Fall Guys or for, oh, let's say Fortnite. I could jump over to Fortnite and then two hours later come back and pick up right where I left off at Assassin's and not have to go through those loads again. Yeah, listen, if you, I mean, having, again, I need to uh, get into PlayStation 5 tomorrow when mine oh, of course, shows yeah. up. But like, if I, if I were compiling a list of what I think are probably like the top three arguments you know for one versus the other because again they're very similar in terms of performance 90 percent of the games are going to be the same third-party titles um you know and again as cross plat as cross-platform play cross-play and cross-progression becomes more of a thing that's even going to become less of a less of a less of a deal you know where, where your friends list are because your friends are going to be everyone sooner or later regardless of platform we're playing a lot of uh, fuser from harmonics right now that's oh yeah you like that i haven't seen i haven't had a chance to turn that on yet let, let, let me tell you a little something about fuser greg that game is coming in hot for my game of the year Wow, it came out of nowhere. Came out of wow. nowhere. I, I did a four-way DJ collaboration last night with uh, three friends of mine, and it, I just had a, like a big grin on my face the whole time. It is so much fun. Fuser, Fuser, Fuser from Harmonix. Go look into it seriously. It's so much fun. Uh, but what, it, what what I love about it is it's cross-play. So like I was playing on Xbox, but my, my three friends were playing on the PC version on Steam, and it's totally seamless. Works brilliantly. Love it. Um, but to get back to the point about uh, PS5 and Xbox, you know, like what are, what are the pros and cons on each side? I think the dual sense is going to end up being a top three. Like this is why you would want to go this way rather than that way. Quick resume on Series X is in the top three on the on the Xbox side for yep. sure. And Sony needs to find some way to match that technology because um once you one, it's one of those things that once you see it you can't go back like I, I and i've seen it already on series x like some games right now out of the, out of the gate at launch uh series quick resume is like a little bit broken at launch right now some games i know they've had a bit of trouble with they're fixing it right now but like once you've seen it work and and then you go back to a game that doesn't support it or it's not working on right yeah. now and you go back to the title screen and all that bullshit. It's all, it's like, what is this shit? I, we, we don't do this anymore, <laughs> do we? I just want to get straight into the game. So yeah, I, um, I, I, I don't know what Sony is, 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 if they have any, any plans or any, if the Sony hardware is going to allow them to, to match that technology. But I think Sony, uh, if they're not already, should be looking very hard at some, some, you know, Sony version of uh, quick resume. That's the hope, right? Because you've seen it. When you go, when you do the quick menu for your PSN, you pop it up there, PlayStation 5, and it says Switcher. Like, I really feel the vision of the Switcher has to be moving between multiple, because it works for apps, obviously, of popping into an app you've used and then popping back to the game. And I shouldn't even say that. I don't know. I haven't tested it because we weren't supposed to test media apps because of embargoes and when things would be ready. And they were ready this morning and I haven't downloaded any of my media apps. So actually throw that out. You would imagine, though, the vision of that is to quickly switch between your stuff. Yeah. We're not we're not all the way there yet, Greg. Maybe in the next gen. Like even quick resume isn't instant, right? Like the, the dream of it is like imagine like a carousel, right? And the games are just going around on a carousel and they're all in like a live state. So whichever one you click on, like it's just instantly there, right? And they're all held 100%. in a live state. Even quick resume isn't that. It's not that fast. It's like a few seconds, but it's still way, way better than the 30, 40 seconds you were waiting uh, before. So it's a big, big step um, in the right direction. And, you know, the conversation comes up inevitably every generation, friends and family members ask me, um, because God knows why they think I'm somebody who knows stuff about this. Should I get God, a PlayStation why do we put you on or an Xbox? <laughs> and, I usually, I usually, and I usually say, well, you know, 
it's you know, it comes down to this or that. And I think there's going to be, I'm going to be talking to them about quick resume and the dual sets controller. And, you know, cause again, a lot of this stuff really is a push. Hardware is mostly a push. Friends lists and uh, game library is going to be mostly a push. Um, it's going to come down to these quality of life features. Like, you know, how good's the controller? Um, how quickly can you, you know, snap back and forth uh, between games? And it's going to yep. be a while for the, for the, it's going to be a while for the technology to really bed in and for developers to really be able to start using this across the board. But, you know, right now, um, Microsoft has a little bit of a head start with, with Quick Resume mostly working out of the gate. 100%. Uh, number four on the Roper Report, All Elite Wrestling announces new console game with WWF No Mercy Director on board. This is Joe Scrabbles at IGN.com. All Elite Wrestling has announced an upcoming console game developed alongside wrestling stalwarts Ukes and WWF No Mercy Director uh, Geta Iwashita. Uh, the wrestling franchise also announced two mobile games. The console game, which currently has no official name or release date, got a teaser trailing sh- trailer showing off uh, Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho, and ha- uh, Hikaru uh, Shinda uh, in an exaggerated art style. It's, an, it's in early development at Ukes, the studio behind dozens of WWE games that was at, recently dropped from the WWE 2K series. Speaking at an announcement event, Omega, who dressed as Steve Jobs for the occasion, and so did the entire cast, and it was hilarious, explained that the intention uh, is for the game to be easy to pick up but difficult to master in the lineage of classic sports games like NBA Jam and NHL Blitz. Omega also announced that uh, Geta, uh, the director of the much-loved N64 wrestling game WWF No Mercy, is part of the project. The company also announced two mobile games. Uh, AEW Elite GM will let players take on the role of general manager of the organization, quote, designing a roster of wrestlers, setting up matches, and running the show to generate revenue, new fans, and effects on wrestlers, stamina, and morale. Is due to arrive in 2021. The company also announced AEW Casino, Double or Nothing, an AEW-branded casino game due to arrive this winter. Gary... I was so excited for this. I did a teaser video for it that they had sent me and they had pre-briefed me on it. You talk about wanting to make another a spiritual successor to No Mercy. I'm all in. Yeah, I was curious to ask you about this, Craig, because I saw a bunch of this on my timeline yesterday. AEW, what the fuck is AEW? And I guess it's another wrestling league. I, yeah. I lost I lost track of wrestling. I used to be really into it back back in the in the early days when it was still called the WWF. Um, sure. I, I lost, I lost track of it. Like shortly after the, the rock stone cold era, I kind of drifted away and haven't, and haven't followed it again. Um, I, I always think I, I but it seems like there's still like WWE is still like the big king of, of wrestling. Oh yeah. No, I mean, they've, scene, they, right? that's the thing is that for the longest time they, and I, yes, they are the king. And for a lot of time, they were the only game in town. You saw TNA try to challenge them and that not work out to the same success, even though they did around for a while. What was the other thing? NWO? What was that? I can't remember. That was the WCW thing, but that was yeah, back WCW, in the day. That was the other thing. WCW. I remember. But yeah. you remember what WWE, WWE bought WCW. So, I mean, like they but absorbed it all that. Kind of, it, it's always felt to me like, you know, the WWE has always been like Coca-Cola and everything else yeah. is like fucking Royal Crown Cola or something. You know what I mean? 100%. Like, what, what but AEW is, found, is, is, are, are they making inroads? Are they, yes. are they AEW's in doing hot? a lot of things right. Okay. AEW's doing a lot of things right. It's run by Cody Rhodes, uh, who uh, Dusty Rhodes' uh, grandson, right? Uh, Gold Dust's son. Like, I'm getting into the weeds. But like, they know what's up and they have a bunch of both former WWE wrestlers, been people like Kenny Omega who have been huge on the indie circuit forever. Chris Jericho is their face right now, or like the face of the company in terms of champion and some of the bubbly, uh, a bit of the bubbly. Uh, this is 
awesome news, I think. AEW is doing a lot of stuff right. They're doing a lot of really interesting stuff. And again, Kenny Omega is a legit video game super fan, right? Like, we, if you didn't, don't know him, know that he runs with Austin Creed, uh, you know, Xavier Woods from WWE all the time. They have a, a bunch of jokes and stuff going on. But Kenny Omega knows his shit. And early on, when people started poking them about a video game, he he was immediately like, Oh yeah, like no mercy. We know what we need to make. We know what we need to make. So for them to come out and say that and go, it's all set. Damn it. Sorry. Uh, Cody is Goldust's half brother. I knew I was fucking that up when I said. Man, it. your chat really it gets really really oh, triggered. Man, I almost wrong about that. wrestling. You know, is that? Oh yeah. Well, who doesn't love wrestling? I mean, I don't really care about it. But you did. That here's my thing about I wrestling. Did. Back in the day, I, I, had two, I had two periods where I loved it, Greg. I'm old enough to remember fucking Jake the Snake Roberts and The Undertaker and and, and um, you know, back back when he was still with Paul Bearer. Oh, The Undertaker. I used to oh, fucking love my that guy. Undertaker. Uh, I used to love Paul Bearer. Um, yeah, yeah, and, and all of those fucking guys. Um, Brett the Hitman Hart and uh, uh, Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah. And then I was and I was with it all the way up until what I still think is the greatest era in the history of uh, of wrestling, which is you know the Rock Stone Cold attitude. Um, uh, yeah, it was, is, that, is that what they call it? The attitude, attitude area. Yeah. And then like, after those guys drifted away, like, I kind of felt like no one ever really stepped into that. To like, I was never really into John Cena or these guys. I mean, I I, I get there's a lot to like, but like it never really was the same again for me, and I lost interest after that uh george writes in a kind of funny.com slash you're wrong and says for gary's information aew is owned by the same family as the fulham football club the cons they're doing better at wrestling than they are at football wait what aew is owned by the same family as the fulham football club the cons fulham 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 my apologies my apologies and they're doing you better know, at wrestling if you're gonna look like ted lasso greg start acting like it Number no five on the Roper Reports. I don't understand any of it. <laughs> Number five on the Roper Report. Ubisoft apologizes for ableist description in Assassin's Creed Valhalla. This is uh, Marie Delessandri at GamesIndustry.biz. Ubisoft apologized for using ableist language in Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Uh, Courtney Craven, founder of Can I Play That, a games publication for disabled gamers focusing on accessibility, called out Ubisoft for the way it described a character with severe burns in the latest Assassin's Creed entry, PC Gamer reported. The description read, horribly burned in the childhood accident, oh, er, or for wine, is terrified someone will see her disfigured face. She relieves her fury with bursts of violence. Uh, Craven, yeah, relieves. Uh, Craven said on Twitter that it is important to address such language, adding is an unacceptable talk about face, facial differences this way. Quote, writers for games and otherwise need to be do, need to do better, they said. Uh, GF, who is a burn victim uh, and spent many years ashamed of her scars, was sitting beside me when I came upon this bit in the game and the look on her face. I was embarrassed that this was her impression of the industry I love so much. Oh, her girlfriend. What was it? Uh, Ubisoft replied on Twitter apologizing for, quote, unintentionally reinforcing ableism through this language and said it will remove it in an upcoming update. Uh, when it will do so is unclear at this stage. Good on Ubisoft for changing it. I th I, 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 I think that's good. There, there's going to be people out there going, oh, Snowflake's getting triggered. Fuck off. I have no time for those people at all. Um, this is something, this is a conversation that's actually been happening in the film business for a while. Like, you know, the, the point's been made for a long time. The Bond movies are terrible about this. They just did it again in the new one. They're never going to learn. Oh, the bad guy's got some kind of facial scar or facial deformity. That's how you know he's the villain. That's not how it works. Like, I mean, I, I, I get it. It's, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a way to kind of show oh, this person's the villain because like he's got an eye patch or a scar or something. He's physically deformed in some way, but that's, that, that it doesn't just, just because you're, 
um, in some way kind of broken or imperfect on the outside doesn't mean you're that person on the inside. And I do think that over time, these these kind of portrayals, especially in like really, really, you know, mass media, something like James Bond movies and Assassin's Creed games, do slowly over time lead to you kind of subconsciously making those kind of associations. Oh, that person's got a yep. scar or some kind of deformity. There must be something wrong with them. That's not right. And I, and I, and I agree that ga- ga- games and media should not be uh, contributing to, the, to that kind of thinking. Uh, I want to bring something in because I think it's interesting. Uh, Kebabs, and this is not attacking Kebabs whatsoever, says in the chat, this is bizarre considering Steve Saylor has a credit in uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Of course, Steve Saylor, the blind gamer who was in there for accessibility and everything else. What I want to say, and again, I'm not attacking you, Kebabs. This is not a bit or anything like that. Like, that's a line of thinking we need to get rid of. Because remember, hundreds, if not thousands of people work on a video game. And I think even when Ubisoft, and again, to... Give Ubisoft credit; they have been very uh, at the much at the forefront of accessibility and making their games more accessible, and bringing in Steve and bringing in other people to work on their games and figure this stuff out. Remember that, and this I speak I'm, I speak about Ubisoft right now, but I speak about me, Greg Miller, and I speak about kind of funny that at no point do you get to the top of the mountain and go, ah, I'm done. I'm never gonna I'm never gonna fuck up or offend or overlook or get in the way of something like this again like that's impossible that's not that's an unrealistic standard just because ubisoft and a writer somewhere put this in there totally not understanding their privilege i would assume that they're a person who is not burned and would not understand how this would make somebody who is burned feel or anything like that like this isn't a light switch this isn't a right and wrong this isn't a good or bad i the person who wrote this description i by no stretch of the imagination think they were like man the burn people are weird like it's just Something they're like, oh, this makes sense to me, and what I'm going to put in here, we're going to go with it. Like, the, we, I don't like the, I don't like the uh, line in the sand. This is good. These people are good. These people are bad. Ubisoft and everybody over there, I think, on a lot of, on a, and a lot of people over there, I should say, are working to make games better and more inclusive and more welcoming. And I don't think that this is a step back. It would have been a step back if, when Ubisoft saw this, they would have said fucking get over it or blah 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 or like not had empathy to try to listen to somebody who's been hurt by this that's what it's all about ladies and gentlemen is empathy can you be in those that person's shoes and understand what they are and what they feel i digress yeah, i'm off the yeah, yeah, Greg. Well, well said just want to make sure we're all on the same page that like that no point is like guess what like i always come back to myself and kind of funny right because i'm the face of a business here like we're gonna fuck up we're going to say something innocuous. We're going to use uh, a term that we grew up with or whatever. And like, not even like, a, not like a racial slur, but like something that is like more of a, if you're not in that group, you don't understand how that makes people feel. And someone will call us on it. And when that happens, I hope, and I imagine it will be, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. Let's talk about this. Let's figure this out. And I'd like to imagine that uh, all the goodwill, all the good things we've done, all the things we stood for aren't washed away because of one mistake. Now, again, if it was, hey, this fucking sucks and you hurt my feelings. And I'm like, eh, fuck you, Kevin, get him. Like, that's a different story. Fuck <laughs> us. But Kevin, no, back on the leash, Kevin. Back on the leash. So, sorry, sorry, sorry. It's okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I digress. Sorry. Back to the, some uh, video game stuff here. Number six and final on the Roper Report, a PSA quote, or <laughs> I shouldn't say quote, PSA. These smoking Xbox Series X viral videos are easy to fake. This is Paul Tassi over at Forbes. Uh, do you want to click on this uh, smoking hey, demonstration that they put I'm in here from Xbox Studio? Kev, I haven't Bobby seen it yet. yet. I'm going to full screen it, of course. Uh, it looks like the what you can fake an Xbox. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's, I will, it's very clearly th- fake. 
This is Paul over at Forbes. I woke up to find a few different videos making the rounds this morning that appear to show the Xbox Series X smoking from the top of its vent. Seeming to indicate a heat issues that were occasionally mentioned in some early previews taken to a new extreme. These videos are almost certainly fake and getting your Xbox Series X to smoke, that looks awesome, uh, is likely just a trick to get some internet points and cause Microsoft PR to scramble. So what's going on here? The answer is likely that these video filmers are blowing vape smoke inside the Xbox Series X and then recording as it drains out the top. Yeah, You'll note that these good. videos are each only five to eight seconds long and if this was real, it would likely be the smoke would be prolonged. Don't, don't these people have anything fun? better to do no i don't think so yeah on the internet no here's i have two i have two ones to get in here right all right here this is what it is gary guess what you got got to professor d 277 wrote into you're wrong gary was happy with the floating ping pong ball so was i sadly it's a fake post vg247 has at least at least that's at least that's something positive and fun um, even though it's silly, I mean, like the pe- people that are tr- people that are going out of their way to fake videos to somehow um, say that the to, to, to try and create the idea that like uh, the Xbox is defective or something. Like, are they? I mean, do they work for Sony? I mean, how much do they fucking care? I did. I did a stream last night on my Twitch stream um, that was just like, hey, you know, I've got the Series X. Let's check out a bunch of games. It was just like you know, trying to be enthusiastic about some of the new games. You know, I was critical where it was appropriate. You know, the quick resume didn't always work. I'm like, oh, they need to fix that. But mostly it was enjoying the games. But I had a bunch of fucking Sony people in there, Sony fanboys. Oh, this is, you know, Sony, uh, it, it doesn't do this as well in a PlayStation, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Fuck off. Like, just let me enjoy my Xbox games. Why, why, why has everything got to be a fucking war? Why, why does everyone have to take a side? Just enjoy your fucking games and leave the rest of us alone. People, people going out of their way to blow vape smoke into an Xbox to create a fake video to make people think that there's something wrong with the Xbox. Have a fucking word with yourself. There is something wrong with your life if that is, if that is what you're spending your day doing. Seriously, get get over yourself. Come on. Well said as well, Gary. Uh, and I think, you know, we're talking about uh, uh, fake news out there and all this shit. You know what I mean? What I want to do is toss out uh, my own fake news. Last night, I tweeted out a video of Spider-Man taking a picture of Avengers Tower, and it's seeming to be that, that he do- no longer mentions the Avengers being on the West Coast. Uh, James Stevenson from Insomniac retweeted, responded to my tweet an hour ago and said, this line didn't actually change. The car chase going past you likely cut the line off early. So... Heads up on that one, everybody. That the Avengers are still on the West oh, Coast. You, Spider-Man can, you, did you perhaps read a little bit too much into that? The the reference. I, there? I thought it was just interesting. I, I thought my my read was on last night that they cut it because they want to make sure that there'd be no. Now that we're here, two years later, and Avengers is out, and you know Spider Man is coming to Avengers. I would have thought they, if they cut it, they would have cut it because they didn't want people thinking it was going to be their Spider Man. But apparently, it's a line. It's just it's so. You know, uh, Spider Man's so good at making things seamless that I didn't even. They, it's not like he cuts off mid word; he, he finishes a sentence, then the cop picks up. Did you but, see? A thing, did you see the thing that Jeff Gersman posted uh, either earlier today or yesterday about how if you um, put the PlayStation Five into rest mode while you're playing Spider Man Remastered, it ends up uh, coming back with like a hard drive error that you've got to yeah, repair. Yeah, I I didn't try it, but I saw the tweet about that. Yeah, I don't. I mean, maybe that's just him. I don't know. I, I had I had a problem with the with the Series X setup where the controller wouldn't connect, and then it, it turned out it was like it seemed like it was a one off, and just got just got unlucky because the second one that I set up didn't have that problem. Um, mm. Maybe Jeff got unlucky, but yeah, there was like a weird thing with like having to go through that whole you know repair your hard drive nonsense. Um, and that's it, ladies and gentlemen. That's your Roper report. So. Let me tell you about our sponsors. Remember, of course, you can go to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames to get the show ad-free, be part of the show, and get it with that exclusive post show. But enough about that. 
You didn't go there. You're watching this with the ads. So let's talk about it. Uh, today's episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily is brought to you by Upstart. There's a lot of economic chatter right now about the state of the market. Is it recovering? How long will it take? Have we seen the worst? But if you're struggling to pay off high interest credit card debt, you can't wait for those answers. You need to take action. Now with Upstart, there's actually something you can do today to help fight off high interest credit card debt. Upstart is the revolutionary online lending platform that knows you're more than just a credit score. Unlike other lenders, Upstart can reward you based on your job history in the form of a smarter rate. Upstart lets you skip going to the bank because it's completely online. They offer loans from $1,000 to $50,000 so you can consolidate your debt into one easy fixed rate payment. Upstart makes it fast and simple to check your rate. Since it's just a soft pull, it won't affect your credit score. The hard pull happens if you accept your rate and proceed with your application. The best part, if the loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day. Over 500,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards or meet their financial goals. Free yourself from the burden of high interest credit card debt and get back to using your money your way with Upstart. See why Upstart has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Trustpilot. In hurry to upstart.com slash kfgames to find out how low your Upstart rate can be. Checking your rate takes only a few minutes. That's upstart.com slash kfgames. Your loan amount will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in the loan application. Not all applicants will qualify for the full amount. Our next sponsor is Brook Linen. Life is too short to sleep between anything less than really nice sheets. But maybe you looked at some retailers and calculated the years of interest you'd be paying on just getting one just set and gave up. Trust me, go check out Brook Linen. Uh, of course, I'm Greg Miller. I sleep on Brook Linen sheets and I love them so much that as soon as I strip the bed, I wash those sheets and put them right back on the bed because Brook Linen is so soft cool and when i got went online and i got the mix and match patterns and stuff i was very very happy uh brook linen works directly with manufacturers to make luxury available directly to you without the luxury level markups brook linen has a variety of sheets colors patterns and materials to fit your needs and tastes brook linen has over 50,000 five-star reviews and counting so it is so confident in their product uh that all their bedding comes with a lifetime warranty and Brook Linen is so much more than sheets. They've got comforters, pillows, towels, and even loungewear and more. Kind of Funny loves Brook Linen. Tim has the sheets as well. Uh, I can't stop talking about them. I use the towels as well. It's good stuff. Uh, you can buy sheets, bedding, pillows, and more all at once and save even more. Don't wait. Do something nice for yourself. Go to brooklinen.com and use the promo code GAMES to get 10% off your first order and free shipping. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com and enter the promo code GAMES for 10% off your first order and free shipping. Brooklinen.com. Use the promo code GAMES at checkout. Gary? Yes. I'm excited to get new Brooklyn sheets one day. But I'm still I'm still in the middle of the show. I'm not going to be able to order for a while, so that's so far away. If I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the mom and grab shops, where would I go? The official list of upcoming software on each and every platform, as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily show hosts each and every weekday. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Signal is out on Xbox One today. Vera Blank is on Xbox One today. Sparkle for Tales is on Xbox One today. And Area 86 is on Switch. New dates for you. Uh, Vigor Season 6 Junkers is live on Xbox Series X and S. I'm sorry, it's live in Xbox Series X and S versions have been announced. And then Fallout 76 is getting steel, its Steel Dawn update on December 10th. Deals of the day for you. YouTube premium subscribers can get the $100 Stadia Premier Edition bundle for free. Stadia, is that still going? Yes, and it's, they're trying hard here as they do this. Waiting for that big killer app, Phoenix Immortal. It's just, just around the corner, Greg. I can feel it. They're going to turn the corner over there at Stadia. Well, how, how much longer do you think Stadia's got before they pull the plug on that? 
a year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, you got to think about how much have they fixed, you know, since it came out. Remember, I mean, it's not even a fix issue. Well, I guess it is because I no, want it to run on everything yeah. the same way. It's more just the fact there's no goddamn play. Yeah. Can you use the blue the controller wirelessly yet? Oh, you're I'd have wrong, to go to Stadia.com. You're wrong, yeah, you're wrong. Let them know. I, I, there's a whole fucking spreadsheet on fucking Stadia.com last I checked that I have to go check out. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in that life right now. You know what I mean? Not in that life right now. Oh, they said I, 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 I know people who really like it. They play games in Stadia and they like it. I mean, there, there, are, there are people out there. I, See, I, I think I don't. Enough. My whole thing with the tech outside of the fact it doesn't work on every phone or it, it, not, though, you know, the, the controller being wired or wireless or whatever is more just the library of just the fact that like they're still struggling to get things. You know, what I think it's really going to kill it. This Amazon, I, I think this Amazon thing's going to kill it. This Luna. Yeah. yeah. Did anyone ever. I, I, did you guys get emails for it? Like, did you guys sign up? I mean, did you buy a controller? No. I think I signed. Did I sign up for it or not? I think I did. I, I'm, I'm keen to try it. I, I like the control. I like the look of the controller, and I I, I know it's the, it's the same deal as Stadia, right? I just I just get this weird impression that maybe they'll make a better go at it. I don't know. We'll see. We but will certainly see not going to having having a company the size of Amazon steamrolling into that space is certainly not going to fucking help Stadia. That's for sure. It's not a good thing for them. All right, so then let's get into some reader mail. Remember, you can go to patreon.com slash games. Give us your question, comment, or concern. Ray Briggs the second writes in and says, Hey, Gary and Greg. Happy new console week. I'm all set up to pick up my PS5 tomorrow from Best Buy, but I am concerned about moving from the PS4. I know I will be fine as I have PlayStation Plus, but my 10-year-old has her own PSN ID, but no PlayStation Plus. I know Gary has a kid who might have their own account, and Greg probably has multi-user PlayStation 4s in his house. Will I need to get her PlayStation Plus for the cloud backup restore, or is there a process for moving user data not cloud-based from PlayStation 4 to PlayStation 5? And I assume if I move her data with no PlayStation Plus and no cloud, she is now a PS5 girl. Uh, there is no going back and forth between consoles. Uh, I'm going to keep my PS4 going in, a be- in the bedroom. I appreciate everything you guys do to keep us entertained during these COVID times. My wife is a physician, and I run our practice. You guys have helped me laugh through some dark times and tough days. That's what we're here for, Ray. So let's get into this as best we can, because there's always follow-up questions that I won't have answers for for you. And also uh, keep in mind that I'm learning as well. So yes, you're worried about your daughter coming over to your PlayStation 5 in using the PlayStation 4, right? But I'm concerned about moving from the PlayStation 4. I know I'll be fine as PlayStation 4. For me, so immediately reading this, your daughter should be fine for all the stuff. Like I just talked about, you, she doesn't have the, I didn't, I sorry, I'm combining the stream I did earlier where I ran through with some of this with Games Daily. The deal is that on the PlayStation 4 to PlayStation 5, you can, of course, set up your PlayStation 5, then connect it to your PlayStation 4, automatically down everything download everything that way you wouldn't need the cloud you could just transfer everything over that way the other thing you could do on your playstation 4 is take a usb pop it into your playstation 4 download whatever saves you want off of her profile that way then bring it over to playstation 5 pop that in transfer those saves uh, to your playstation 5 what becomes cumbersome for your your example here is that then when she starts playing playstation 5 games those saves would be locked to that PlayStation 5 since she doesn't have Plus and can't upload to the cloud. Right now, you can't take a PlayStation 5 save and put it on a USB. Putting a PlayStation 4 save on a USB and bringing it to PlayStation 5 and then even taking it from the PlayStation 5 back to the USB and back to the PlayStation 4, that's fine. PlayStation 4 saves move no problem without a cloud. PlayStation 5 saves need a cloud to get moved around that way. 
And I know this that's on, confusing. On, I, Sorry, go ahead. I, I, I got to say, Greg, this is honestly my, honestly my least favorite thing about modern gaming. And it's, it's, it's something that we're dealing with. We've been dealing with in my, in my family a lot. We have three gamers in this house, me, my wife, and my daughter. Gamers. All play games on PlayStation, on Xbox, and on Switch. And the multiple accounts, multiple consoles, family management stuff on all three is no good. It, it, it's probably worst on Nintendo is awful now. Anytime I boot up a game on Switch with multiple accounts, it goes like, oh, let, let's check first to see if you can, if you have permission to play this game. Have permission. The cartridge is in the fucking slot. What, what, more, what more permission do you want? Yeah, do, do you need to see my fucking ID? <laughs> what do you, what and else can I do for what, you, what sir? The fuck, what uh, the fuck is that? I love Nintendo, but goddamn, do they do some stupid harebrained shit? Right now, we're having an issue on Xbox with our family management where my kid can't go into the bedroom when we have a secondary Xbox and play The Sims because I, I bought it on my account and I'm logged in playing something else. The PlayStation, we're seeing these, these issues as well. Like, they need to come up with some kind of simple family plan. Like, why, why isn't there like a Game Pass family plan? Why isn't there like a PlayStation Plus family plan that just lets everyone, if I designate you as a member of my household, you can play any fucking game you want on any console in my household up to like, I don't know, five consoles or whatever and just no more questions asked. Every fucking time, oh, you have, you've been logged out because someone else is, is playing a game on another console. It's so fucking tiresome and like, I'm tired of rooting around all these different menus trying to figure out what I need to do to like, give the proper permissions to the right family members and, oh, this is your home console this is your master console you can do anything you want on this one just not on any of the others that you paid the exact same amount of money for it's it's shit and they need to do better the nintendo xbox and playstation all need to come up with better situations there's more and more households out there that have multiple consoles multiple accounts multiple family members uh who are all playing these games they all need to do a far better job of, of doing this kind of stuff. Because right now it's a fucking hassle. My, my, my daughter got upset the other day because she couldn't fucking play The Sims because I was playing Fuser on another Xbox in the same house. I paid, I paid money for that game. Why can't she play it? They've got to do better. It is the number one thing about next-gen gaming that I don't like. Yeah, and I don't know Xbox way, no PlayStation. Because PlayStation, she wouldn't have that problem. If, and, I, and I'm also going off of PlayStation 4 knowledge. But if you were on the primary, if she was on your primary PlayStation 4, it could be offline and she could be playing the game and you could be playing something online in the secondary. That's how Jen and I always did it for when she wanted, like Borderlands, like I, when I, when I had Borderlands, I downloaded it to two PlayStation 4s. She played on my primary because she, on a primary, you can share everything on a PlayStation account. And then I played on a secondary. Uh, PlayStation that wasn't mine, but I digress. Me, You're right. Me, let, this let shit me, should let all me, be turnkey. Let me, let me designate a family group and a cluster of consoles that are all in the household and and just say I'll pay you an extra five bucks a month to do it seriously because it's worth it'd be worth it for me to get rid of the hassle. I want to have like up to, up to say five family members, five different devices in the house, and anyone can play anything at any time without restrictions. They need to come up with something better because all this like, oh, you can't play this because it's not the master console or you can't play that because you're not the account that purchased this game, even though you're in the family or whatever. It's it's crap. It's crap. I don't like it at all. Not, not every move forward is 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 good like it used to just be I mean, this is the one that got me the most the other day seriously animal crossing five seconds i'm waiting for a wheel to spin on my nintendo switch while it quote unquote checks to see if i have permission to play this game the cartridge is in the slot what more do you fucking want are you, are you suggesting money. i might they have stolen the money. fucking cartridge yeah they were they know you they unbelievable know you a grifter unbelievable. if i ever saw one 
Um, Ryan T from Tennessee, and you're wrong. Ask a question that I usually would ignore, but I'm going to put it in here because it's this. Greg, can you say if you have a primary PS5 and a primary PS4, or just one primary in the whole ecosystem? I have a primary PS4 and a primary PS5. The thing about it, though, is I talked about this earlier. When I went to transfer my uh, or try to transfer PT off of them, what I ran into is that. In the old days, remember, if you turned on a PlayStation 4 and you were logged in and then you turn on another PlayStation 4 and you logged into that, it would disconnect you from the original PlayStation 4 and say, hey, somebody else is logged in somewhere Each, else. You. I, I don't know if one is better or worse than the others, but like all of three, all of the three major um, companies right now, Nintendo, Xbox and PlayStation, all have shortcomings when it comes to oh, yeah. this family, you know, multiple boxes, multiple uh, accounts thing. And then what I was going with, though, is PlayStation 5 now set up as my primary PlayStation 5. When I turned on my PlayStation 4, it just wouldn't let me even connect to the network. It was like the PlayStation 5 was logged in as me and overrode any other game over Greggy in the PSN, which I thought was interesting. And I don't know if it's by design or if that was in a test period and I haven't kicked the tires on it. Hey, so Greg, when I when I get my PlayStation 5, am I going to be able to um, import my Spider-Man save where I have New Game Plus from the cloud? Or am I going to need to like keep my PlayStation 4 out or something? It's driving me crazy. You Okay, 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 okay. So stick with me. In the exam, let's let's remove Spider-Man from the question and just talk about a PlayStation 4 game, right? Uh-huh. Yes, you would be able to bring your PlayStation 4 save if it's already in the cloud. Bring it down, no problem. You go in; it's super simple, it's super quick. You download it, you're great. Keep in mind with Spider-Man that they originally weren't going to allow you to use your PlayStation 4 Spider-Man save and Spider-Man Remastered. But this week, put up a tweet going, "We hear you. We're patching it." I saw that. By yeah, Thanksgiving, you'll be able to do that. Okay. I mean, right. I'm probably not going to go near Spider-Man Remastered on PlayStation 5 until this Gersman thing gets sorted out because I, I, I looked at somebody posted the link in chat. I clicked on that. People are saying that PlayStation's been totally bricked over it. I'm not fucking around with that. What did he do? I, I forget. What did he do? Uh, I mean, so I don't know. Gersman had a, had a whole series of tweets where he said that if he put his PlayStation 5 into rest mode while Spider-Man Remastered was active, when he came back, it said, oh, you've got to rebuild your old hard, you rebuild your entire hard drive. There's been like a storage mm, error or something. Mm, mm, that mm. doesn't sound good. And did, did he go further? Like, does he then have to format it completely or does it just... I mean, he... he, he, he I'm, reading, I'm, reading, I'm reading the two tweets. I'm reading the two okay. tweets. Okay. Seems like putting a PS5 into rest mode while Spider-Man Remastered is running crashes the whole system, forcing that, quote, repair your external drive process when you start it back up. At least that's how it's been for me the few times I've done that today. Also, every time I've had a PS5 go through that external re- repair sequence, it ends up on a black screen. I have to hit the power button on the console itself to force it into rest mode. Then it comes back up and asks me to file an error report. Then it boots normally. Uh, James Stevenson, of course, out there today or yesterday too, crushing all sorts of stuff. He says, we're looking into this. So I guess that is real enough that they're looking into it or just going off of Jeff's thing. Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't... I put... My PlayStation 5 into rest mode last night playing Spider-Man. Yeah, no, I haven't had this. Because I, and not to say that Jeff's lying, that I, maybe it's just that uh, thing. But there's, there's, one, there's one other article I saw where someone who had a similar problem, they they weren't able to recover their PlayStation 5. Like right now, it's like totally bricked and Sony's Fine, trying to help yeah, them figure out what's going sure on. For sure today, I, when I, no, no, I'm wrong. I didn't do that, right? Because I started Demon Souls this morning and then jumped over. Do it right now, coward. I don't want to hey, fucking Greg. break my PS5. Hey, Greg. Don't do that. Yeah. Greg. Greg. Yeah, I'm listening. What's up, here? Remember when you could just put a cartridge in a fucking slot and play a video game? I do. Those were the I fucking do. days. Those were the days. People have got really short memories. I saw people the other day going, oh my God, in a few more generations, load times are going to be gone immediately. <laughs> totally. You'll be playing like, this. It's already I mean, happened. Yeah, like, like the fucking 1980s. Amazing. All, everything that's old is new again. Ladies and gentlemen, 
We ask people watching live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames to go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames. We have one in here. It's from the nanobiologist. It says the last Wii game was Just Dance 2020 released November 5th, 2019. There you go. There you go. When was the last PlayStation 2 game? That's the one I want. I'm curious to because that, I mean, that had the install base of all install bases. What was the last PlayStation 2 game to be officially released? Chat, you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give the outro. You're allowed to sound off in a, you're wrong on that one. Or if I see you shouting it out there, you know, go to you're wrong, show your work. Because in chat, yeah, you're going to start it. shouting out games you think you, you think are right. I could be wrong. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily for Wednesday, uh, November 11th, 2020. Remember, the show is not over. We are going to patreon.com slash games to do a post show that you can come check out. Of course, while you're on patreon.com slash games, you can ask us questions you can get the show ad free you can get the post show we're about to do you can watch a million other exclusives that are up there as well no matter where you get the show we thank you for supporting us uh, if you want to support us uh, somewhere else you can do it on youtube.com slash kind of funny games roosterteeth.com and podcast services around the globe of course gary streams on twitch.tv slash gary Whitta quite often check that out uh tomorrow's host is gonna be me and tim friday it's gonna be me and blessing i'm clicking over here now to see if people agree in what's going on in your wrong Nano, no, of course, nobody agrees, as usual. As fucking usual. Yeah, oh, God. Oh, God. And Nanobiology is the only one who shows his work. And he says, yeah, he says it's Pez 2014 and gives me a Venture Beat article that's called Playing the Last PlayStation 2 Game Ever Made. It's by Dan Crawley uh, from February 2014. Yeah, but then, of course, a whole bunch of people are freaking out about uh, Final Fantasy, blah, blah, blah. Da, da, da. So we're just going to give it to Nano and say Pez. 14. Tight. There you go. Tight. He deserves it. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a post show to do. But until next time, no. It's been our pleasure to serve you.